What is going on, friends and family, substackers both here and yon, and uh, all my buddies? What's happening? First off, I love y'all. I hope you're having a wonderful day. As you know, sorry about the wind. I'm walking in the park. I hope you're hearing the lovely ambiance of the uh, of the trucks. They're doing construction out here in the park, which I'm not for. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not for it. Uh, I mean, I assume it's going to make the road look prettier, but it's fine. The road is fine. People aren't even allowed to drive more than 20 miles an hour here. Just leave it alone, dude. For right now, I'm only saying that because they're impeding my normal trail. I can't get to it right now. Listen to me. Just start off complaining. That's not what I want to do here today. I want to talk a little bit about the election. Uh, if you listen to the Well Read podcast, which came out today, you definitely already heard my thoughts on what I thought was going to happen in the election. We recorded the episode Monday, and it was a little weird because Well Read podcast isn't 100% political now. We sort of got away from that several, several years ago, uh, which, you know, pissed a lot of people off. We knew it would. <clears throat> we knew that we would lose a lot of subscribers, which we did. Uh, we have since gained them back, you know, which I'm happy about. But basically, we decided to make the shift uh, to give you a little how the sausage is made behind the scenes thing. At that point in our careers, everything we were doing was political. And that was not what any of us had ever set out to do in our careers. <laughs> it's just that 2016 happened and we got a little bit more vocal and Trey popped with a, a political rant. And that's what was selling tickets. And, and I don't mean like, oh, we, we, we don't even believe this stuff. We just say it sells tickets. That's not true. But it's just like that's what the people wanted. And, you know, we started noticing very early on in shows, like, that people would get mad at the end of the show if you didn't say Trump's name, which I thought was insane. They're like, you didn't talk enough about Trump. And I was like, yeah, but wasn't I funny? They're like, oh, hilarious. One of the best shows I've ever seen. And I was like, why do you need to hear about that, dude? Like, I'm still going to make points about society and stuff, but it's not going to be ripped from the headlines Bill Maher shit. But that was kind of what people wanted. And so, like, we service them because we love our fans. And then Trey was doing his political videos, and we were working on the book, or we had done the book. And every time we, got, we were asked to be a guest on somebody's podcast, they always wanted to talk about politics in the South. And again, that is not what any of us set out to do in our careers. Like, we we what we set out to do was like, well, first off, first and foremost, we want to be funny. We want to be entertainers. And then it was like, yeah, we do have a unique perspective being from the South and not having the stereotypical ideas that people have here. So we're, we're going to talk about that because that sets us apart. But that doesn't mean that we want this to be, you know, the redneck NPR Democrat jerk off a -thon. And so we just made the conscious decision on Well Read to be like, hey guys, do y'all want to talk about literally anything else? And we were like, yeah. And of course our manager was like, you know, you're going to lose a lot of subscribers. And we were like, we don't care. We have to have something that we do that's just for fun and just to be funny and just to entertain. I said all that to say this. We did, me and Trey dedicated the last 15 minutes of the show yesterday to talking about the election, the election and, uh, or I say yesterday, Monday, and I made some predictions because it was very weird Recording the episode on Monday, knowing it's going to come out on Wednesday after the polls have closed. So my predictions were, uh, for my state, I said, you know, this is not what I want to happen. This is what I think is going to happen. Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to win, probably by a lot. 
and Warnock and Walker are going to go down to a runoff. And there's going to be claims of election fraud. There's going to be, you know, all that stuff. And so far, as much as it pains me, I think I was right about all of that. And it's a bummer, but it's led me to what I want to talk about today, which is, you know, I just I put up a tweet that paraphrasing said something like, you know, almost 90,000 people in my district voted against Marjorie Taylor Greene, which obviously isn't enough to win, but it is enough to where you can't say that every single person here is a steaming pile of dog shit, you know, and uh, which I stand by. I'll always stand by that. That's something like a lot of people around here in my hometown think like, oh, no, Corey hates the South. He hates where he's from. That is such the opposite. <laughs> I love where I'm from and I take every chance I can to defend it when it needs defending. Sometimes you can't defend it. I cannot defend the people who voted for Marjorie Taylor Greene. I can't defend them. There might be like a handful of them that I could defend because let's just say, you know, I don't think people think about certain types of people. We're on Twitter and we see the whole world as Twitter and that's just not true. But there are definitely certain types of people who are old and they've been voting Republican their whole life. They probably started voting Republican back when being a Republican wasn't the absolute worst thing in the world before the GOP and the Southern Baptist Convention had their secret underground handshake and the GOP became the false party of God and used religion to sway votes and control women's bodies. Before it was that, you know, I mean, I still wasn't in, but like it sort of just came down to a fundamental disagreement on taxes and stuff like that, you know? Hell, there was plenty of Christian stuff going on in the Democrat arena. But there are people who've just been voting Republican their whole life, and so they just go to the ballot box and they just tick the R. Now, I know a lot of you are thinking, okay, but if they see somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene, how can they still vote for her just because they vote Republican? And to that I say, they, they might not have seen Marjorie Taylor Greene. Like, we live in a world where not everybody is constantly glued to their phone and constantly watching the news. There are a ton of people, especially in our district, where, as you know, it's the South, therefore there's going to be a plummet in education rate and also money. There's people that don't watch stuff, that they get up, go to work, they listen to their, maybe they listen to the radio, they hang out with their grandkids, and they go on about their day. And so I might could defend those people a little bit, because I think some of them probably were just like, oh, she's a Republican. What Like, they, they haven't heard all the space laser stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? They haven't heard any of that stuff. There is a large group of people that are like that. And I can kind of defend, really what this election came, comes down to, in my opinion, is not the people who voted. It's the people who didn't vote. Because I know a lot of people. Now, I don't know, like, I haven't asked them whether they voted or not. I'm just kind of going on vibes, you know what I mean, that I don't think probably voted. It may have come down to they were like, listen, I can't vote for a Democrat, but at the same time, I don't like this Marjorie lady. And I mean, dude, I don't know how you could, it, it's hard for me to be mad at that person. I mean, I guess I am a little bit, but like, dude, some of these people genuinely believe <laughs> that abortion is murdering a baby. It's not. I know that it's not. You know that it's not. But they really believe that. 
And if you believe that, you got to kind of get it. And these people aren't up on the signs. And I'm not defending ignorance here. I'm just trying to paint a picture of what people think is reality and what is actually reality. Think about this as far as uh, not undecided voters, but people who just didn't go out and vote. They've, been had, they've had it beat into their heads their whole life that this place is Republican and there's nothing you can do about it. And so to them, going to the ballot box on Tuesday is literally a waste of their time. Now, you know, you could also make the arguments like, yeah, because everybody does that, that's why it stays Republican. Sure, I'm with you on that. But a lot of these people, they don't even know how bad Marjorie Taylor Greene is. They're not on Twitter 24-7. They don't even watch TV to see the ads. Dude, I'm here to tell you right now that if I wasn't on Twitter, I living in my district, I don't think I would have known that much about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Because I don't watch conventional television. I'm talking about the younger people here. The older people are obviously watching conventional television, seeing the ads. But dude, in her ads, she's not saying all the crazy stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? The ads are polished and literally all she's saying is, stop socialism. And that's a message those people can get behind. If that's all they know about her, and, and you're right, they don't know what socialism is. They just, a lot of these people grew up during the McCarthy era and during the Red Scare, and like that's always been a tactic that can be used on these people, especially those who don't have the interest or don't have the time to look shit up. And willful ignorance is shitty, but like, dude, there are a lot of people, good people who genuinely do not have the time. There are people with five and six kids who are doing everything that they can to keep their head above water, okay? They're doing everything they can to keep their head above water, keep their kids fed, get to work, come home. They're not on Twitter looking at all these you know, political snafus that Marjorie Taylor Greene has made. They're not seeing Marcus Flowers. They're not seeing anything. They're just, and I know it, it's, it, it is a privilege, but even if you're in that situation, it is a white, straight privilege to be able to go, well, it doesn't concern me, so I'm just not going to do it. Those are the people that I have a problem with, is the people who... There, there's a lot of people who are probably against Marjorie Taylor Greene, but they go, but it doesn't really affect me, so I don't care. Right, you have to vote for other people, dude. If you're straight and white, you have to vote for other people. I don't know any other way to tell you than you have to vote for other people. And, you know, people always talk about, they don't understand how people in this district can vote against their self-interest. I can tell you right now how people vote against their self-interest. I, I vote against my self-interest all the time. <laughs> because, like, I mean, at least I think I do. Like, as a, as a, I, I do pretty well, you know. I make good money. And so I've been told for a long time by the Republicans that I should vote for them because of the tax breaks and stuff. And if they do exist, and I, I will vote against my self interest and say, fuck that, I'll pay more taxes because I can't vote for any of the other shit. And th the other side of the coin is true too. These people are going, yes, I'm voting against my self interest financially, but morally, I'm voting for the Republicans but I, because I believe that, that abortion is killing a baby. And they also believe that like the Mexicans are going to come in and kill them with drugs. They believe that, y'all. They believe that. I'm not saying it's right to believe it, but they believe that. Everyone, everyone at some point votes against their own self-interest. So that's not that crazy to me. But like, there's a ton, a ton of it's, the, it's because of the people who didn't vote. And I don't know what we have to do to get these people engaged. Because like I said, y'all, you cannot just assume that everybody saw 
what Marjorie Taylor Greene did or said on Twitter this week. That is not real life. That is why so many people I saw were, they were texting me yesterday. They're like, oh, it's going to be a huge blue wave. Georgia's going to go blue. And it's like, no, dude, you're on Twitter all the time and all of your followers feel that way. And you only follow people that feel that way. And that is what's called an echo chamber. And it happened in 2016. And I told them, I was like, guys, no, you're not out in the real world. I'm out in the real world. I still live in Georgia and I'm proud to still live in Georgia. But that's one of the reasons that I do. Because like a lot of my friends that are in Hollywood, they can't see the things that I do. They can't look at things from a realistic point of view because they just look at what's going on in Georgia on Twitter. And they're like, oh, well, there's no way. I mean, if she said that, she's not going to win. Or, oh, Stacey Abrams is going to clean Brian Kemp out. Dude, I knew that Brian Kemp was going to win. Because again, of the millions and millions of people in Georgia that voted, I promise you a ton of them don't know what Brian Kemp stands for. I know it sounds like I'm defending ignorance there. I'm just saying you have to look at it differently. You can't look at it as, man, how could they look at a guy like Brian Kemp and vote for him against Stacey Abrams? And I'm saying to you that a lot of them didn't even look at the guy, Brian Kemp. They've just been voting Republican their whole life and everything has been fine for them or everything's been shitty for them and nothing ever changes. I don't know. But like we have got to stop pretending that the internet is real life. And you have to understand that we really try to put people in like two to three types of categories. I've been guilty of this. Hell, I've, I've got a bit in my act right now that says when it all boils down to it, there's, there's only two types of people in the world. And it's, it's just not true. It's just not true. There are, nobody thinks of a Republican voting against Marjorie Taylor Greene, but I guarantee you a lot of them did. And there's also probably a lot of people who have told you they're Democrats and then went and voted for Brian Kemp because they wanted a tax break or something. Like we saw fucking Katy Perry yesterday voted for Rick Caruso the day after sharing a video about women's rights being on the ballots. I mean, goddamn, a lot of these people are doing things in private that you don't even know about. And again, there's a lot. I found this out the hard way. Like I I'll have conversations with my friends about things that I think are popular and happening right now. And none of them will know what's going on. And only for me to realize it's like, oh, that's just, that was just because it was trending on Twitter. It's not trending in the real world. Like, dude, do you, do you think that any, like all my friends that aren't on Twitter know shit about this Elon Musk thing? <laughs> I mean, maybe if they're listening to Rogan or something like that, but like, that's it, man. It's just, people are a little bit more complicated then we give them credit for that we give ourselves for. So it's, I like that there's 90,000 people that voted against Marjorie Taylor Greene. It is not enough. But again, you, this, that's one district, 90,000 people. Stop acting like I'm the only one here with common sense or half a brain. Cause first off, I ain't got neither of them anyways. But secondly, 90,000 people is not, a handful of people. That's a lot of people in a gerrymandered area. So I don't know what to tell you other than that. Um, it doesn't help anybody for you to, for people to be going on Twitter right now going, fuck Texas. I'll never step foot in the state of Texas. Texas is shit, dude. There's so many good people in Texas. I love 
Texas. Texas is one of my favorite places to be. I've met some of the kindest folks there, eaten some of the best barbecue there, drank some of the best beer there, had some of the best Mexican food there. It is an unbelievable place that, yes, there's a lot of people that are shitheads in it. You could literally say that about almost every state, dog. It's just that in some states, the, the shift is an extra 12% the other way. That's all it really ever is. You know, there's a shit like Orange County, California, for God's sakes, Republican heavy as shit. But nobody would say California, that's where all the goddamn hardcore conservatives live. But a ton of them do, dude. A ton of them with more money than you, more money than me and more money than God, which makes them a more valuable Republican, in my opinion. So I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit at all. You know, I just don't. Sorry. That's my rant today. I'm done talking. I just, uh, I don't know. I feel obligated to talk about Georgia politics on here. Thank you, my beautiful Substackers, for listening to me rant and get that off my chest. I love you so much. I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for everything. And hey, go say hey in the chat. Love you. Bye.